And uh, current temp we're looking at is 58, looking for a high today of 70. We are going to see some sunshine later, but just uh, maybe some clouds to deal with this morning. But otherwise, absolutely beautiful day today. So I don't know what the deal is, but it seemed like every single person I encountered this morning was in a big hurry to get to work or wherever they were going. On a Thursday? On a Thursday. All right. And just tons of more traffic than I generally see. So I'm like, what is going on? Well, we all know that there's certain streets in Duluth, at least, that are very narrow. And you have, you know, people parked on the side of the street. And so sometimes you get what I call like a wedge where let's say I'm coming okay. down the street. There's a car coming. Yep. Well, as a courtesy, the people on that actual street have the right of way. You know, like if you're, you know what I mean? Like if you're coming up the street and I'm coming down the street where I have all these cars, I can't go anywhere. Right. So you need to wait so we can kind of safely go around each other at the start of the street. Make yep. sense? Oh, yeah. So that was the case for me this morning. And it's not even like this is a super narrow street, but the problem is is somebody had parked on the other side. So it was one of those you had to do the uh, gap because the car wasn't supposed to be there kind of thing. Yeah. So here's me this morning, same street I take every day, coming down the street, and here comes this car coming in hot right at me. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, they didn't slow down. It's like they didn't even see me. And I'm looking at him like, are we playing chicken here? Because I have nowhere to go. Uh-oh. Like, I cannot get out of your way. So, thank God it timed out where I was at the end of the street, and I had to completely crank my steering wheel to get out of their way because they were literally coming, like, right at me. And they just scoot up scoot up the street, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, are, didn't you, care, huh? are you kidding me? Jeez. Come on, people. Pay attention. It's pitch black outside. How can you not see my headlights coming right towards you? Oh, I just don't, I don't need that kind of drama this early in the morning. Give me a start. <laughs> so it's like. You made it in though. You're good. But can you imagine that? I mean, you don't oh, even want to know what I was time. saying inside my car. Oh, I was I just bet. like, you, you have to be kidding me that you are coming at me going like 40 miles an hour up this hill. Like, what is wrong with you? <sighs> so, dude or. Lady, whoever was driving this morning, shame on you because how you need, dare you? You need to go back to driving school and figure it out. Go see Mrs. Puff. <laughs> was that your driving instructor? Oh uh, no, that's SpongeBob. Oh, there's a SpongeBob reference. She, Mrs. Puff. I haven't seen that episode. She's the the boating school teacher. Oh, I guess I never really paid attention yeah. to her name. That's really funny. Mr. Krabs has a huge crush on her. <laughs> of course he does. Come on. So uh, please just be careful driving out there. That's 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 all I'm going to say. Is be careful and get your head out of your behind. And <gasps> pay attention. We've got a leader uh, weather and news coming up from WDAL. That's all happening next with an information update right here. Makes one right. Good morning. Hi, this is Gene Ryan from 632. And uh, temperature right now is 57. Looking for a high today around 70. We will see some sun later this afternoon. Uh, more weather details coming up in about a half hour or so. So off air, Ian and I were talking about how fascinated people are by celebrities. And I'm, I'm just as guilty. I'm absolutely somebody. I'm all about the tea. Want to know everything about every, not every celebrity, but people that I really like. I'm just like, what? What happened? Where are right. they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but this to me is absolute genius marketing. So Rihanna has a makeup company and uh, it's called Fenty Beauty. And she's teamed up with this company called, well, it's spelled M S 
CHF. So it's a mischief. So her makeup company's joined forces with this company for a release that contains individual packets of shimmery red lip gloss as well as actual ketchup. So you might be glassing your lips with Fenty's Glam Gloss or painting your lips with a squirt of ketchup. <laughs> and it doesn't what? look like regular ketchup. The ketchup makeup collection is available for $25 on their website. The price will buy you a box of six mystery packets, very much like the ones that would accompany your order to fast food stops. So it looks like it's a ketchup packet. Wow. Only the, oh, the thing is, though, these contain either ketchup or the lip gloss. There's no guarantee any of your packets in your order will actually contain lip gloss. You might get six packets of ketchup. Are you kidding me? No. And that's the risk that you take. Well, that is a risk I'm not going to take at all. Can you imagine that you're going to spend $25 to get Rihanna's lip gloss and you could end up with six packets of ketchup? <laughs> the thing, people are going to buy this, though. They're going to buy oh, yeah. it. Yeah, of course they are. Uh, apparently, Mischief is the company that also worked with Lil Nas X back in 2021 with the inf- infamous Satan shoes. Ooh. Uh, They're based out of Brooklyn, and they're an art collective uh, that launched back in 2016. I think that is absolutely hysterical. $25 for this. Oh, my God. And it comes in a ketchup packet, so you don't know. That's so weird. So you open (laughs) it. I don't like that at all. Oh, my God. I think it's genius. I think that's absolutely fantastic. It just shows that celebrities can sell anything. You know what I mean? Like, really? Could be ketchup or could be lip gloss. Here's my $25. You got to be kidding me. Again, people buy it, though, because Rihanna's cool. And, you know, she, she's got an amazing company. And um, oh, ketchup. her other makeup has done very well. <laughs> if you want more details, and we're not making this up, promise. You can, Is she uh, going to do other condiments? <laughs> barbecue sauce, mustard. Ranch. Ranch. Oh, God, that's really funny. Uh, you can see for yourself at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. We're not kidding. It's it's actually exists, and I'm all for it. I think it's fantastic. And if you want to spend $25 on ketchup, do you. That's great. Glass Animals on deck. Panic at the Disco, too. And Harry Styles' Late Night Talking is next on Mix108. And 54 degrees, downtown Duluth. They're looking for a high today around 70. Some sunshine. Oh, sun's already coming out. Hey-o. Beautiful. It's going to be a beautiful day today. Coming up next hour, we're going to talk. Uh, we got Ian's Toolbox, a bus driver in Duluth that got busted. It's, this, it's a scary scenario for sure. I mean, that's a tool right there. <laughs> yeah, it's a local tool for sure. And uh, Chili 2.0 Festival tickets. That's all coming up next hour, plus an information update. So you definitely want to stay tuned right here to Mix 108. Here's what. Here's a collection of the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mix 108. What a tool. Shoppers were shocked at a Dollar General store in Michigan when they saw a deer just strolling the aisles. <laughs> Apparently, Mother Nature can't resist the low prices, Gene. Oh, it took about 20 minutes for uh, officials to arrive and get the deer, got the deer out of the store. But yeah, the deer was just casually walking around the store. Not a care in the world. Wow. I couldn't even imagine just being in a store and looking over and there's a deer right in the middle of the aisle. That I'd die. A pro tip. Make sure 
you unplug or shut off your air fryer after you use it. I recommend unplugging it. I do it every time. One family in Florida forgot to turn the air fryer off, left it on overnight, and it sparked a devastating kitchen fire. The entire kitchen is at a loss, including lots of damage to the roof as well. Luckily, the family and all the pets made it out safely and no one was injured, but uh, they're going to need a new kitchen and a new roof. Yeah, they say to unplug your toasters too. Oh, yeah, I unplug everything. Yeah. And summer isn't over just yet. A woman was arrested in Florida after going on a joy ride on a golf cart completely naked. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, when officers uh, eventually caught up to the 24-year-old, uh, she was under the influence and just joyriding around the Tampa Bay area in the nude. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. That's uh, going to do it for my toolbox, Gene. Wow. Well, we've got a, um, a, a tool edition, we shall say, on the local level coming up in just a couple minutes. First up, though, it's Kate Bush and running up that hill on Mix 108. Remember now it's 716. I know that uh, Ian just got done with his toolbox, but we actually Uh-oh. have a local tool to talk about. Uh, you can find this story on our website at Mix108.com or also right. on the Mix 108 app. This is so disturbing. 35 students. No. Aged 11 to 14 were on a charter bus ride to YMCA camp Warren in Eveleth, Minnesota. When state troopers were called to check on a bus that was driving chaotically northbound on I-35 Sunday morning, when they pulled the driver over, this is where the story gets really upsetting. 49-year-old Patrick Buller didn't even notice the squad cars were trying to pull him over at first. When they finally got him to pull over, he was dazed and disoriented and slurring his speech. Troopers could smell alcohol, despite Buller telling him he hadn't consumed any in days. Carol Levin reports that Buller, who worked in for Northfield Bus Lines, took a breath test and revealed his blood alcohol to be .257, which is more than six times the legal limit in Minnesota. Are you kidding me? Uh, the trooper searched his belongings and found a two-thirds full bottle of Fireball whiskey and a cup in the cup holder with a mixed beverage containing what smelled like Fireball. After he was arrested, the bus was safely taken to a nearby gas station to wait for a new sober driver to arrive and take the kids to camp. The YMC of the Greater Twin Cities released a statement saying, we've been in communication with families of all the campers since the incident. We're very appreciative of the work of the State Patrol and Carleton County officials to ensure the safety of our campers and our employees. Um, he's, he was drinking while he was driving. That's ridiculous. Oh, my God. Why? How does this even happen? That I mean, you know, it's like with any job. You screen people as best you can, mm-hmm. you know, and he's on his own driving this bus. So, I mean, I don't know if there's cameras and stuff on buses, but, I mean, if he just had, like, a solo cup or just a cup, how are you going to know there's fireball in there? With right, or, 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 like, a coffee mug, you know? Yeah. Uh. So he was pulled over near Duluth. That's how so, God. So they were coming from the cities going to Eveleth. Man, thank I would be God. so upset as oh, a parent. Oh, my God. My God. Ugh. Yes. I I mean, I'm wondering because of the age of those kids, if they called 911 right. and said, like, this bus driver's out of his mind. Because, I mean, really, what are the chances a trooper's going to see that? But Because there was reports he was driving erratically. So guaranteed there were some of the kids. Thank God they had cell phones because I guarantee you that's what happened. To alert the police that 
that something was wrong with the driver. So thank God they weren't younger kids that maybe wouldn't have the wherewithal to know to do that. Ugh. Unbelievable. Thank God everybody's safe. Yep. And you can, again, more details on our website at Mix108.com. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, Ian and I are going to go over uh, a list of red flags to look at when you're in a restaurant. Ooh. Some of them might seem fairly obvious, but some you're like, oh, yeah, okay, that's probably a, a bad sign. Because uh, I like to eat out a lot. and um, I'm both excited and nervous to dive into this list. Yeah, I mean, it's some of them are completely obvious where you're like, well, yeah, you know. Um, and so we'll talk about that coming up in just a little bit. Before that, though, we got Doja Cat, Nikki Yor, and Main Skin is next on Mix 108. Time right now is 7.35, and it's uh, 66 degrees, or 56 degrees, rather, sorry. Uh, downtown Duluth looking for a high today of 70. So many of us like to go out to restaurants to eat, especially now that the pandemic's kind of slowed down a little bit, and restaurants are, are open and trying to uh, support local businesses. It's important. Oh, yeah. I love food. I went out last night, actually. What'd you have? Don't say where you went, but what'd you have? Oh, I had um, pasta. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yum, I love pasta. Um, well, some chefs are revealing red flags we should look out for in restaurants. Uh-oh. And some of these are pretty horrif- horrifying. And so if a chef is saying to do this, I'd pay attention. I'm so scared, honestly, to go through this list. But a lot of them do make sense. Some of them are glaringly <sighs> obvious. All right. So, Wait on me, uh, Okay. My first one is any type of bug or insect should be a dead giveaway uh, you'd think, but apparently some people don't pay attention to it. That generally means the entire restaurant's dirty. I'm not talking flies. Like, flies get in. Rest- it happens. Right, right. But if you spot, like, a bug or two somewhere, that generally means, like, the kitchen's dirty. Yep. I mean, like, the whole entire place is dirty. I went to a place once and um, ordered a beer from the tap, and they poured it out and gave it to me, and there was two fruit flies in the beer. No. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to get this and they're like oh do you want another one i'm like no i'll take a bottle and uh, then i'm gonna slam this and leave yep <laughs> gross and i'm like oof uh the carpet is so soft yeah it's quieter and doesn't get slick but it is one of the most disgusting things that i've ever seen i saw them pull up a carpet once when they remodeled to put in new carpet Vacuuming only goes so far in a restaurant, and I know they never, ever shampooed it. Yeah. Yeah, carpet in a <sighs> restaurant's kind of... <sighs> but, I mean, unless the carpet stinks, it's not like you're eating on the carpet. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, yeah, people are walking on it. Yep. It can be just as dirty as a floor, but I get the, that, the shampooing. But if there's an odor from the carpet, of course, get out of there. Right. Um, this is really interesting to me. I've never thought of this before because I'm not someone that is a cook, really. Um, if a restaurant has a huge menu, be aware because most of the food's probably frozen. Ooh, I don't like that. You know, there's some that's like a book where you're like, yeah, this is going to take me a little while to go through this whole entire menu because there's so many options. So they're saying if it's... You know, one or two page, you're probably safe. You know, I've heard that. that. I've heard that from a few places, and I'm just like, I don't want to believe that. I know. Oh, then why do you have chefs? <laughs> so, speaking of menus, uh, if the menu is dirty, that usually means probably everything in the restaurant is dirty and never cleaned. <sighs> yeah, ish. Something I do not want to think about. 
This is something really interesting that I never thought about either. If something is misspelled on the menu, they do it on purpose because it's not the real thing. An example is like crab cakes, like K-R-A-B cakes. Are you kidding me? So they do it because it's not actual crab? So it's like (laughs) imitation crab? Yep. How dare they? Oh, I don't like this game. It's a terrible (laughs) game. No, right. it's going to be people that are going to be like, I need to speak to the chef because crab cakes are spelled with a K and I want to make sure they're real. <laughs> we just started something. There you go. Uh, what's that smell if something smells a little fishy and you're on your way to, let's say, a seafood restaurant? The first thing they tell you in culinary school when you're learning food safety is if you enter a seafood restaurant and smell fish, leave. Fish. Because the fresher the fish, the less it smells. Oh, God. I hate seafood and fish anyway, so that just the thought of the smell of it makes me want to vomit. Oh, man. Okay, I've got two more. Uh, if surrounding area is busy but the restaurant is empty, that's a bad sign. Well. Everybody's outside the restaurant. Nobody's going in except you. You're sitting there by yourself with your big menu. <laughs> uh, another red flag is a one-page menu. If a restaurant has a one-page menu, that's usually a pretty good sign because that means their line cooks have become specialists and can usually nail all the dishes listed. Conversely, if a restaurant has a giant all multi we already went through this. Right? Yeah, we got that I'm one. so sorry. That's okay. It was a different post, though. Uh, if you walk in a restaurant and smell grease, walk out immediately because that means it's not clean from the exhaust system to the cooking equipment. There used to be a fast food place around here that you'd walk in and it totally smelled like grease. Catch of the day restaurants. I know. I've, I know what you're talking about. Have better have a lake or ocean within a 50 mile radius. I love this one. If they are advertising fresh caught Alaskan salmon and you're not in Alaska, <laughs> chances are that Alaskan <laughs> salmon is not fresh. All right. Just any kind of fresh seafood. It's just like, um, no, we're in Minnesota. Unless it's something that comes from a lake, I don't believe you. Hey, where'd you get this Alaskan salmon, man? Yeah, it's fresh. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could have it overnight. I don't know. Literally, we have a guy in the back that flies to Alaska every right. time someone orders. Yeah. And comes right back. Exactly, on our private jet. So there you go. Hopefully that's going to uh, help you out next time that you're out. But um, be kind, though. Don't, don't be a you-know-what. Her name begins with a K. <gasps> Don't be don't be one of those people. All right, I'll try. Your not wait to. staff are not the ones cooking your food. Remember that they're doing the best that they can. So, the old adage: Don't ever mess with someone who deals who's dealing with your food. Watch the movie Waiting, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking. Oh. About. <laughs> Halsey on deck, Lizzo too, and Harry Styles. As it was, is next on Mix 108. This is Rebecca Farmer. Now it's 7:55. It's uh, 56 degrees outside. Looking for a high to around 70 with plenty of sunshine. Absolutely beautiful day on deck. Take us with with the Mix 108 app. You can download it absolutely free for uh, iPhone and Android devices. We'll talk a little tribute fest coming up next hour. Also, what happened to some coworkers who were late for work? Oh, man. This is hilarious. I can't believe we haven't done this here because we're all about crazy stuff. But Also, we're going to talk about uh, how sexy the Minnesota accent is among other American accents. Yes, sir. That is fantastic. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's sexy, all right. Oh, you betcha. 
That's coming up next on Mix 108. Ben, up 7 degrees, looking for a high today of 70. And, of course, uh, our radio station based in Duluth, Minnesota. And Wait, uh, say it again. Say it again. Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, as long as I've lived in Minnesota, I've definitely picked up an accent for sure. Oh, yeah. Same. Um, well, you're born and raised here, so. Don't, you don't need to tell people that, Gene. You should be proud of that. I am proud of it, actually. I like my city. Um, I like my city. So uh, Ian did a, a deep dive about a study of how sexy the Minnesota accent is. That's right. If you find yourself being attracted to the way people say, you betcha, or don't you know, that answer is yes. Then you might be surprised to see where the Minnesotan accent lands among the sexiest American accents across the United States. So a couple years ago, uh, there was a study done, and uh, out of 50 different accents across America, the Minnesotan got ranked 48th out of 50. Not good. Oh, no, not at all. And then it was done a year later from the same company and got ranked 47th. So getting better. But now this is this is two years old now. So let's see you know, how we do in 2022. And I feel like the Minnesotan accent gets a bad rep. In movies and television, especially shows like Fargo, uh, the movie Drop Dead Gorgeous, you know, it makes you question, do I actually sound like that? And I'm not going to lie, Gene, when I go up north, like Virginia, Hibbing, all those, I hear the old Minnesota moms come out a little bit. It's Well, it's weird, too, because I had, when I lived in the cities, I went to college with a roommate. Uh, my roommate was from Zimbroda, Minnesota, Ooh, south. Yeah. And she had the... Thickest Minnesota accent I've ever heard in my life. So it's not just north. Like That's it's weird. True. It's really spotty. It's like that in most places where different areas tend to have it thicker. So I will say before I list, so this breaks it down to only 14 different American accents. I'll say the top five before I say where Minnesota is. Okay. Okay. So number five, you got Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, four, you got Midwestern. Which is just a general yeah. like newscasters Pretty strive much. for. Yes. Yep. Uh, number three is New York. Uh, two is Texas. And one is just a southern accent. Apparently, people find southern accents attractive. Not me. No, you don't find the southern mm-hmm. accent attractive? No, I, it's, I'm annoyed. All right, so out of 14, where do you think Minnesota ranks, Gene? Out of 14? Yep. 14. Uh, just behind the New Orleans Cajun accent, Minnesota's number 13. Wow. Uh, number 14 was uh, Appalachian, and I, I have no idea what an Appalachian accent you is. You don't understand what they're saying is what it is. Okay. Yeah. So uh, maybe it's the way we pronounce our long O's or the way we say bag or milk, but uh, apparently people do not find the Minnesotan accent sexy. No, that's more made fun of than anything. Yeah. Yeah, I say it's a big L for uh, Minnesota in this study. It's really interesting if you uh, go way deep, like Nolens area. Yeah, uh, it's a mixture of like Cajun and French. Yep, and it's very hard. Which you know, you have relatives. Oh, you have relatives in Georgia. Yeah, um, but because um, I've watched some shows that are based there, like Swamp People or whatever, and you're like, what are they saying? And they talk so fast. Oh yeah, and it's a combination of like three languages. And, and I love that uh, every region has their own like mythical, you know, being thing. Like uh, my Georgia family, it's the wild man. Like, don't go outside at night. The wild man gets you. And like my grandma was like petrified of the wild man growing up. <laughs> yeah. I think in Milwaukee, it was just the boogeyman. 
Okay. Standard. It wasn't the Beast of Bray Road? Yeah, not in Milwaukee it wasn't. All right, but, all right. um, yeah, that's, I, I, uh, my favorite, uh, probably is a New York accent for sure. I, okay. I love, I love the New York accent. Uh, Boston um, was top 10. Same Boston, with, yeah, uh, SoCal and, uh, Hawaii. Uh, Philadelphia, oh, yeah, Philadelphia is in the top 10. I, I'd put them lower in the list. Yeah, they definitely have in like uh, Rhode Island, the the mm. East Coast, just uh, New England area. They definitely have a different. I I love a Boston accent though. <laughs> Go park the car. My boy's wicked smart. Wicked smart. Yeah, I'm not surprised, but uh, oof, Minnesota's low on the list. We're not sexy, Gene. <laughs> Dang it! Well, I'm gonna go cry into my hot dish. That's fine. Yeah, it's more of it's more of spoofed. But uh, that's okay because they're just envious that we live in such a beautiful place. That's right, where it snows more than half the year. Don't talk about it. so sad. <laughs> I have a worse attitude about winter. I need to really like get on, myself Gene. together. Just make a beach in uh, your apartment. <sighs> Something, yeah. All right, coming up in a couple minutes. You won't believe what some coworkers had to do in front of their their fellow coworkers because they were late. Work. This is super funny. I think we should enact this. Oh, There's gosh. a few people who'd be doing this on the daily. I'll tell you what. They are not timely at all. That's coming up in just a couple minutes. Hang tight. And don't forget at 9 o'clock, Ian kicks off 80 minutes of music commercial free. Woo. Thanks to our friends at Better Ford. Hey, this is Ian from 33, 59 degrees downtown Duluth. Looking for a high today of 70 with some sunshine. Kind of nice to see that. It was a little gloomy yesterday. So I was feeling fallish. So I'm glad that. Uh, Glad we got some sun today. So uh, we all know that at least one person that's habitually late to work. Oh, yeah. Maybe with no consequences whatsoever. Uh, Well, in a viral Reddit thread, an anonymous person revealed their company's humiliating punishment to promote punctuality in the workplace. Yes. The user claims employees who are late to work at this company are forced to serenade fellow coworkers as a punishment. So do do they get to pick the song? According to the Reddit, they've personally been publicly shamed into performing twice for the office staff. Oh, my goodness. A new job makes people who come in one minute late sing in front of everyone. These wrote good old humiliation tactics. I mean, would you want to sing in front of your coworkers? No, I'm a horrible singer. I'm going Enrique Iglesias, hero, every time. (laughs) Gene, would you dance? I would. If I asked you to dance. I want to be your hero. I would do uh, Billy Idol. Ooh, which one? Any of them. Dancing with my staff. Oh, 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 oh. Probably Rebel Yell. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, that's my that's my standby karaoke song. Love that. Um, they added that the tactic is a really effective way of pitting the rest of the new employees against the lates and discouraging sticking up for one another. Uh, it's getting great vibes already, they added sarcastically. In the comments section, Reddit users were embarrassed for the employees, appalled by the poor management tactics, and baffled by the company's culture. Uh, you must really need this job because I wouldn't even be able to take a blank like this seriously. Uh, short of my kids starving, I can't imagine under what circumstances I could tolerate this. And I used to ticket cars. Talk about taking a lot of abuse. So these are just Ooh. what people have responded by saying. I'd hey. be late every day and sing Itsy Bitsy Spider. I was going to say, I'd, <laughs> I'd do it. I'd sing. I'd, I'll tumble for you. Oh, God. Baby Shark was practically written for this type of situation. Mm-hmm. Someone offered. It's an easy, quick, short song. 
See, I think it's funny. I think that that one guy's taking this way too seriously. Oh, yeah. My kid would have to be starving before I put up with a job like that. I, know, I think I it's great. I think it's funny. I think there needs to be some That's right. A little bit of comedy in the workplace. Things are things are tough out there and especially with the pandemic and everything and places really struggling to get employees let alone hang on to them. So I think whatever you can do to kind oh, of yeah. That's the thing that's great about our job here besides the fact our jobs are fun. Like I have people all the time ask me, they're like, oh my God, is it, is, do you love your job? I'm like, yeah, I could never yeah, have a real job. Same people ask me all the time. I'm like, absolutely not. But then on top of that is that um, our management realizes that um, it's great for all of us to get together outside of the workplace. Yep. And when you work at a place like this around a lot of really creative people, um, the conversations outside the workplace are pretty funny. That's right. We got golf night tonight. So if you ever see all of us out together, you might want to eavesdrop because it's pretty funny. I wouldn't eavesdrop. The conversations are pretty funny. <laughs> but be warned, what Tony says. Yeah, but be warned because it could be it could be shocking. <laughs> Time right now is 8.37, uh, coming up in a couple minutes before we uh, close down what we call the Mixed Morning Show. We're going to talk is? a little Tribute Fest, um, and that's, what a great lineup. Like, Ian and I were just looking it over, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't wait. It's I a, love cover bands. That's starting tomorrow, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Nice. One Republic on the way, we've got BTS and Harry Styles. That's all coming up next on Mix 108. Summer is finally here. and North- uh, Before we go, we want to remind you about a really cool event that's starting tomorrow. Uh, and it's Tribute Fest. Yes. Honestly, it's some of my parents' favorite events. Like, they go every year and they look forward to it. Well, it's a great event. It's nonstop music to help raise awareness of money for homeless veterans to get the help they need and have earned. And the Tribute Fest works directly with the Minnesota Assistance Council for Veterans, which is a nonprofit that's been assisting veterans for over 25 years so far. They've helped raise over 5,500 veterans and their families. Uh, about 1% of the veterans in the state are close to 4,100 will be homeless at some point this year, which is a sad statistic and something we definitely need to do something about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tribute Fest starts tomorrow. Uh, some of the bands, we won't go through all of them because there's a ton. And you can find all the info at Mix108.com and on the Mix108 app. Uh, so these are tribute bands. Obviously, it's called Tribute Fest. Huge uh, variety, though. Yeah, like ACDC, Cheap Trick, Journey, Kansas, Foreigner, Sticks, Pink Floyd, Bob Marley, Bon Jovi, The Eagles. Alanis Morissette, Tom Petty, Guns N' Roses. It's going to be a great time. Yeah. Veterans in active duty and your family, so you get free tickets uh, of free of charge, courtesy uh, amid available North Shore Credit Union locations. And so uh, something to keep in mind there. And uh, for everybody else, let's go out there in droves. It's it's Friday and Saturday down at Bayfront, and it uh, just looks fantastic event and lots of great music. I love a good tribute band, mm-hmm. and this this one's great. It's tons of variety, so something for everybody for sure. Oh yeah. So again, check it out mix108.com and the mix108 app. Thank you to all the volunteers and vendors and everybody that puts us together every year. Uh, it's a great, great event for a great cause. So uh, again, details, Mix108.com and the Mix108 app. That's going to do it for Ian and I. Thank you so much for hanging out with us tomorrow, Friday already. Woo. Holy moly. And we've got uh, quite the show tomorrow. We're going to talk to Carolyn from Lake Spear Zoo. They have a new baby, <gasps> new baby at the zoo. So Aww. that's really exciting. I can't wait to talk to her about that and uh, much, much more. So you definitely want to tune in tomorrow. And... Uh, 
we love you. We love you guys. And yes, uh, we, do. we had a great time. Hope you did as well. And don't forget at 9 o'clock, Ian kicks off 80 minutes of music, commercial free, getting your workday off on the right foot. Brought to you by our friends at Benefort. So we'll talk to you tomorrow starting at 6 a.m. Have a good one. See ya. Here's what's trending.